Hey, I just wanted to add to the conversation about uh, charting and what turns people off. And I think what you're doing and the way you conduct yourself on your station, your ROI is long-term, right? So a lot of people are doing things here on Anchor to get attention today. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. Um, you know, immediate attention is great. But your episodes are still going to apply two to three, four, five years down the road. Um, especially with your creative stuff you're doing. Like, nobody else is doing that anywhere. Uh, at least not as far as, as quickly as you do it. So, I won't worry about it too much. Um, my main thing is I'm trying to rank in Google and off of Anchor more so than I am on Anchor. And it works. So, just keep it up, man. Uh, don't let these algorithms get you because you're going to end up winning long term anyways. The Beast Within, thank you for that call, man. I'm like you. I really don't care about charting. It would be nice. It was mostly <clears throat> out of interest as to how their algorithms work because it doesn't seem to make very much sense. And really, I, I don't think you caught it, but I was complaining that I was becoming popular, which was weird because I don't really uh, engage with many folks, uh, usually just my students. So I thought it was peculiar that I was, you know, becoming more popular. Yeah, my assumptions are after my podcasts have been out there for a while on iTunes and Spotify that they'll get more listens. I mean, actually, that's where I get most of my listens is from iTunes and Spotify, which must suck because I hear that, you know, those aren't really the best ways to hear. <laughs> I think I do what a lot of people here on Anchor do, which is use this for um, self-discovery. I mean, there's no better way to self-actualize oneself than to hear oneself speak especially if you're talking about the things that you plan to do. Now the key is you actually have to go back and listen to yourself multiple times. Now eventually I'd like to get really good at public speaking. I don't know if that's going to happen, but hey, you just got to keep doing it and working on it. And right, public speaking is about communicating effectively. And don't we all want to communicate effectively? But let's not kid ourselves, if that's all we were doing, we would just record on our phones and not post it on the internet. And as a symbiosis, we really can't get away from wanting the approval of others. The trick is getting that approval without compromising yourself or losing yourself. You know, I think that's a good thinking to spend more time planning on what it is that you're doing and what you're trying to achieve. You know, for instance, if you're going to interview people or you're going to call people, try to find out something about them. Try to find interesting things out about them and, um, and come up with questions first. You might even allow the interviewee to vet the questions so that way they can come up with, um, you know, good answers or replies. I would love it if you could explain to me the basis of the word integrity because it, you know it's the name of your station and I just don't I don't get it what what are you being integritous about I don't know anything about integrity I live in a van down by the river
Rick, this is Z. Um, integrity. I'm going to tell you what integrity is right now. Integrity is living in a van down by the river. <laughs> That's what integrity is. Hey everybody, Z here. I am the son of the most famous skeptic in the world. And I also, for oh, about 20 years now at least, have been making the most absurd claim that has gone unchallenged. And the claim is that if we all trained in this thing called Wing Chun, that we could attain our humanity. I mean, you would have to embrace the premise that we're not there yet, that we haven't actually become human yet. But we're close, we're oh so close. And there's this one little practice. It's kind of like the alphabet and math and, and physics and, and these various physical sciences that allow us to become more and more human. Well, there's this martial art form that physically allows us to get there. I've actually made this claim at a skeptic convention a few years back at uh, the amazing meeting. Michael Shermer was in the audience. No one contested me. No one. And in fact, no one in over, well, it's, it's about 25 years now. No one has contested me. No one here on Anchor has either. Not the great Patrick or any other psychologist or psychiatrist or philosopher has contested. All right, well, that was a mistake there. Uh, if it's a religious person or a philosophical person, then I wouldn't argue with you anyway. <laughs> I heard a doctor in Hawaii talking about the homeless and how it's like Groundhog's Day, where every, every day you wake up and it's the same thing, same people. And I, I kind of feel like that with Wing Chun. Every day I wake up and it's like fucking Groundhog's Day. I talk, I argue with people, and <laughs> we finally come to a conclusion, a resolution. And you think, okay, now tomorrow we're going to be able to wake up and start a new day and really start taking care of things. <laughs> no. No, I wake up. And the same people, the same situations, the same problems. Wow. You need to train in Wing Chun, people. That's all I got to say. You need to, and if I'm wrong, then come on. If you haven't got anything better to do, which you probably don't, prove me wrong, bitches. <laughs> Otherwise, start training in Wing Chun. Start spreading the Wing Chun gospel, so to speak. People, there is a method of self-correction that is genius. It's genius. But you gotta do it every day until you're walking and talking Wing Chun 24-7. Listen, folks, I was a poorly educated, starving artist out on the streets kind of a guy. And I stumbled on to Wing Chun 
and you would not believe the journey and the destinations that Wing Chun has and continues to bring me. So I would say if you're not at least trying to understand Wing Chun and learn Wing Chun, then you seriously, seriously do not care about this thing called the human species, the potential called human. Because until you learn how to correct yourself, you can't correct others. And if things don't get corrected, if things don't get fixed, we all know what will happen. We all know how this plays out. Do it for yourself. Do it for your kids. If you don't have kids, do it for the future. Do it for the future of humanity. Do it for the future of life. Do not be brainwashed into nothing. That's why I say zero, infinity, and one. They're lies. Integrity Radio. I'll tell you what. Football, team sports, religion, they'll all have my respect when they start opening their doors 24-7 to the homeless and to the needy and certainly to the mentally ill and to the homeless. Until they do that, they will not have garnered any of my respect. I'm a one-minute call-in regarding team sports to my mental download. Got anything to say? Team sports used to be a cheerleader. I used to be a cheerleader. I never played any team sports at all, ever. I wanted to, but... I was a cheerleader more for the acrobatics and the dance and the music more so than the team sport. In fact, I never even watched the game. Oh, that's right. I was in band, so I was in marching band. Duh. I had the same experience. Did you actually watch the game? Oh, no. You're too busy with your back to the game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think people realize, man, how much shit has to go exactly right for us to be born and be what we consider normal. The kind of shit that had to happen on It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. The likelihood of being a human being is 440 trillion to one. It's a miracle. If you wait long enough, you're guaranteed by the laws of quantum mechanics to produce something. When you think about nothing, you have to be a little more careful than you normally are because in fact nothing is a physical concept because it's the absence of something and something is a physical concept. And what we've learned over the last hundred years is that nothing is much more complicated than we would have imagined otherwise. For example, the simplest kind of nothing is the kind of nothing of the Bible, say an infinite empty space, an infinite dark void of the Bible. You know, nothing in it, no particles, no radiation, nothing. Well, that kind of nothing turns out to be full of stuff in a way, or at least much more complicated than you might have imagined, because due to the laws of quantum mechanics and relativity, we now know that empty space is a boiling, bubbling brew of virtual particles that are popping in and out of existence at every moment.
So the difference between empty space with stuff in it and empty space with nothing in it is not that great anymore. In fact, they're different versions of the same thing. So the transition from nothing to something is not so surprising. Transition from nothing to something is not so surprising. Transition from nothing to something is not so surprising. Now you might say, well, that's not good enough because you have space. Where did the space come from? Well, a more demanding definition of nothing is no space. But in fact, once you apply the laws of quantum mechanics to gravity itself, then space itself becomes a quantum mechanical variable and fluctuates in and out of existence. And you can literally, by the laws of quantum mechanics, create universes, create spaces and times where there was no space and time before. So now you've got no particles, no radiation, no space, no time. That sounds like nothing. But then you might say, well, you know what? You've got the laws of physics. You've got the laws of nature. The laws themselves are somehow something, although I would argue, in fact, that is not at all obvious or clear or necessary. But even there, it turns out physics potentially has an answer. Because we now have good reason to believe that even the laws of physics themselves are kind of arbitrary. There may be an infinite number of universes, and in each universe uh, that's being created, the laws of physics are different. It's completely random. And the laws themselves come into existence when the universe comes into existence. So there's no pre-existing fundamental law. Anything that can happen does happen. Anything that can happen does happen. Anything that can happen does happen. And that, therefore you got no laws, no space, no time, no particles, no radiation. If you wait long enough, you're guaranteed by the laws of quantum mechanics to produce something. Um, there's a, an attitude in the culture that says that everybody's entitled to their opinion and you've got to respect their opinion. No, you damn well haven't got to respect their opinion. <laughs>